and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members, uh, I think we're at service 715 or something right now. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast episode 963 where I read the Word of God the Holy Bible and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary uh, or the Matthew Henry Commentary or some other reputable commentary or study Bible. This podcast, my beloved, is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the word of God and the giving of the sense of it, the church would be revived is my humble prayer and that the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God and saved from the eternal burning hell by believing in Jesus Christ who said the most important words in the history of the world to mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Today, beloved, we're reading Malachi chapter 2, verse 11. Holy Father God, help us to understand your holy word, to comprehend it, and to obey it. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Judah hath dealt treacherously, and an abomination is committed in Israel and in Jerusalem. For Judah hath profaned the holiness of the Lord, which he loved, and hath married the daughter of a strange God. Dear friends, I just read in your hearing Malachi chapter 2, verse 11. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it with the power and the help of the power of the Holy Ghost and with the help of the BKC. What had been charged in the form of a question was then stated as a fact and explained. The unfaithfulness 
Malachi had in mind is called a detestable thing, literally an abomination, something abhorrent to God. Furthermore, this abominable unfaithfulness involved a profaning of holiness. The word for holiness, apartness, separateness, may refer to the sanctuary, the covenant, the people, or simply the quality of holiness itself. Since the concern of this oracle was the uniqueness and unity of the people, did not one God create us? Holiness may refer here to the quality of distinctiveness or separateness that the Lord desired in Israel, his people. The false, uh, rather, Pardon me. Did not one God create us? Holiness may refer here to the quality of distinctiveness or separateness that the Lord desired in Israel. The abominable unfaithfulness that profaned Israel's holiness was intermarriage with pagans, with lost people who worshipped false gods. Daughter of a foreign god refers to pagan women who worshipped false gods. If it refers to the sanctuary, then possibly the profanation referred to the involvement of these women in temple worship and temple prostitution. Sad to say, and we have a whole lot of that going on today. Uh, such marriages have been expressly forbidden because they would lead the people into idolatry. Intermarrying was a big problem after the return from the exile. The Jews were supposed to marry within their own nation. Failures to do so were acts of unfaithfulness among themselves as well as to God. They involved both a disregard for the nation's corporate nature and disobedience to God, shall we pray. Holy Father God, I thank you for your holy word, and Lord, help us who name the name of Christ to examine ourselves and see whether or not we be in the faith, and to do your will. Now, Lord, save that soul that is near as hell right now as they hear the gospel, revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Scripture and the Sense podcast. Please remember to read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, each and every day of your life, and pray without ceasing to God about everything, and for wisdom to understand His Word and apply it to your life. Most importantly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shalt be saved. Please stay tuned for a complete presentation of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can get your soul saved from hell to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Now, dear friends, if you're with us today and you do not know 
our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in Him, Jesus Christ, for your soul's salvation from sin and hell. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God. We're all guilty before God. You do not have the right to look down your nose at others. You're just as wicked as others. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin always. You will be paid for your sins one day. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Our payday someday is death to these beautiful bodies. Death to so many things before you die. Death to marriages. Death to relationships. Uh, death to material things. You will experience a thousand deaths before you die because of sin. But ultimately, you will die physically. Your body will be put in a cold, dark grave. And that ought to be frightening because it is frightening. But more frightening is that your soul, if it dies without Christ, will go to a burning hell to spend eternity in a dark place, even though there's fire. You say, Preacher, I don't believe that a loving God would put people in the hell where Jesus Christ the loving and lowly one preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ, the loving one and the lowly one, preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. He said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Also, the Bible says in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful, and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Whatever you do, don't experience the second death, because it's bad news. Hell is bad news, but I have good news for you. You don't have to go to hell. Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day, and he said these words to you before he left here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Pray and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul and to come into your heart and change your life. He will do it. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, 
that he suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again. And you're ready to trust him as your Savior. Pray and ask him to save you, and he will. I'll be glad to lead you in prayer in what is called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I am guilty because I have broken your Ten Commandments, your law. I've taken your holy name in vain. I've dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected my own parents. I have lied many times before. I have lusted after people and things and what others have. I've stolen things before. Uh, so Lord, that's five to six commandments I've already broken out of your Ten Commandments, and so please have mercy and grace upon me. For your Holy Son's sake, Jesus Christ, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past and help me to turn from my evil ways. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you, dear friend, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. And that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospelightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you. We love you. And may God bless you real good until next time. Now, I may be traveling here over the next few days, and, uh, but I will resume preaching as soon as I get back, and I will do some preaching while I'm on the road. So thank you so much for your prayers. 
please continue to pray for us, and we will continue to pray for you. God bless you. Until next time.